start the fucking show hello welcome back to brielle city podcast we have my cousin josh in the left corner yo and the sound tech aka best friend slash husband in the left corner yo what's popping yo Ooh, i just took a sip of coffee it was strong and Kevin has a jizzoint, a jizzoint in his hand. So what's going on, everybody? What's up? How are you guys feeling? Feel free to answer that. I can't hear you guys. Can you hear me? Can yeah. you hear me? You could, you could answer it. Hey, can you I'll hear me? I'll feel it. I'll feel it. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Good. Okay. Yes. Verizon. All right. So I'm excited. For this excited? Week. Don't come in your pants when you tell me you're excited. I'm excited I'm because excited. my team made the playoffs, yo. And this weekend is oh. super wild card weekend for the NFL. And my team is going to be playing the Tennessee How Titans. wild is the wild card weekend? It's going to be wild. How wild? More wild it's gonna than put them you, storming Capitol Hill? It's going to put you in the wild effect. Mmm. What's going on, America? What's going on? That was lame. Fucking. I'm just playing. People storming the Capitol Hill, just enrolling a bill. I honestly, if that's cool, I would not prefer to talk about that. You want to talk about it? No, I, I, no. I prefer not to talk about it. I'm going to dive up in that bitch. All I'm going to say is, America, you're getting played. It's a fucking stage. It's a show. They're putting it on, trying to divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. That's the easiest way you can control a lot of people is if you keep them at a very low vibration and you divide them and you turn them against one another. So keep your eyes open. And, you know, be human. Stay united. Don't be divided. That's what they want. Yeah. Um, what else? So, yeah. So, the people that thought, New Year, who this? Or, New Year, new me, 2021, gonna be so fabulous. Um, yeah. Well, it's not you can't gonna, ex- it's not going to be a walk in, I already said it's not going to be a walk in the park. Well, you can't expect things to change overnight. No, exactly. And there's people that I'm sure did think that shit was going to change just because, you know, the clock struck 12 a.m. Yeah, most and, people are ignorant. And, it t- you know, all the repercussions from 2020, that shit is going to, the ripple effect, it's going to take years to heal from the damage that was done in 2020 and the damage that is still going to occur in 2021 and a little bit beyond yeah just because one minute goes by and it's all of a sudden 2021 going from the previous year it's not like all of a sudden boom everything's different no just be the change that you want to see wake up every day and think of that like the new fucking year be better every fucking day and that's how we'll all get through this if we learn to work together 
Because we are all humans, regardless of skin color, regardless of sex, genders, religions, ethnicity, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Those are all ways to keep people divided. And at the end of the day, we are all human. And we are all living beings. And we have to learn to work together and have compassion for one another. You know? And that's kind of where, why the world is where it's at today. Because for so long we let so many labels, you know, divide us and make us feel either inferior or better than the next. And at the end of the day, that's all ego because we're all just humans. And we've all been guilty of that. All of us. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, the, the people... I mean, basically, basically, people being, 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 <laughs> I can't speak, fuck, people being racist for all these years, like, what do I think about it? Like, do you think that's ever going to end? Racism. Do I think racism, do I think we'll ever reach a world? Something tells me it won't. Or a reality where there will be no racism ever, like ever, ever. I hope for a world like that one day. I really do. But I don't I don't know. All we can do is like hope for it, pray for it and be the change we want to see and teach the future generations that we're all just humans, but unfortunately, no. I feel like there always will be some sort of something that will keep people divided. Yeah. But for the majority of people, I feel like, yeah, there will be a huge collective shift. I feel like a lot of people will wake up and will come to terms with the fact that we are all human and we need to work together and love one another and be empathetic towards each other and compassionate. I do feel like on a large scale, there will be a lot of people that will wake up to that. But I feel like there will always be that small percentage in the future that won't. That will always try to bring the rest of us down. But that's up to yeah. us to keep shining. Yeah, it's hard to imagine a world without it because we've lived in a world with it for so, for long. so long. And look, look, we're seeing how fucked, how fucked up the system is today. And it's unfortunate that things are having to, you know, unravel this way. But think of it like this. Things have to get really fucking bad before they get better. Things have to... Things have to fucking crumble down. There has to be a downfall. There has to be... A, like the fall of Rome. Like there has to be that time where just... You just see fucking chaos and destruction. Because... What goes up must come down. Exactly. Always. But like I always believe there will be like a rainbow... Um, and the sun will shine after the storm. And we are... The sky's the limit. We are in the eye of the storm. No, we're not even there yet. It's just begun. <laughs> Should we uh, give a shout out to Should our mentors and those that we look up to? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Thank like, you guys. At the end of thank the day, you like, guys. There's no one person huh? that like. Thank you guys. I know. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I know you for sure. Know. I know there's for no, sure. I inspire you guys. There's no one person like no. I don't follow, and I don't wish to be like anybody. 
But there are people that I'm like that my soul resonates with, resonates well, with. Even, even those up high have people that inspire. Them, yeah, you know? and who inspires me, which would be um, the Leo King, Hood Healer, um, Ralph Smart. Ralph Smart. Yep. Uh, Aaron Dowdy. Mm-hmm. Yes. How about my boy? Uh, the uh, Trap Witch. Shout how about out uh, what's to his her. name? What's his name? Gary V. Oh, oh Gary, Gary v. fucking V. Gary fucking V. My fucking He inspires me. Fucking Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. <laughs> Love that guy. It's cool, dude. He's a yeah. good guy. Very wise. Yes. Listen to that guy. Fuck yeah. He gives so much fucking good advice. Mm-hmm. Like he he really embodies being your most fucking authentic self. He doesn't give a fuck in the best way possible and I look up to that. I love it. I love to see it. It's good. It's great. He teaches teaches people that there's more to life than fucking stupid governmental education and fucking, you know, doing the eat, sleep, shit, nine to five, blah, job the rest of your life. Yep. I love that about him. He's good shit. He is. And oh, what about you, Josh? Anybody you look up to? I just said... Well, besides Gary Vee. Yeah, besides Gary Vee. Um, I can't think of anyone at the top of my head right now. What? Uh, you like fucking sports. There's no inspirational athletes that you're like, Yeah, hey, that you guys are going to hate on me. My boy, LeBron James. No, we won't hate. I mean, we just don't. I don't know. I, I just like how how he's like a, he's an activist. Uh I've heard, I, I don't know. On and off the court. I don't know much about him, but I, like, last night I was doing a podcast with DJ Poison and Meech, and they said that he was a humanitarian. I don't know much about him, but that's really cool if he is a humanitarian. Like, uh, the NBA just posted, uh, they posted last night that, that, uh, all the basketball players stopped the game, and, uh, they, they all took a knee, all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, for for the explain. I think it was because of this uh this oh. black guy. I, I forgot his name, but uh he got shot, and then uh the white guy who shot him uh, uh he wasn't guilty or or something like that. Mhm. Which it's not know, okay. It's not okay, no, because he put that guy in the hospital and yeah. stuff, you know. Yes. I for man, I forgot his name, but anyway. Racism is not okay. It's not cool by any means. But I know myself. I'm really I'm guilty of this, and only because Karens, the Karens, the Karen type of people that I know in this town, in this little place called Kern County, are predominantly middle-aged white women. I am not racist against Caucasians. I am just saying most Karens are that ethnicity. I've never met a Mexican Karen. I'm sure there are Mexican Karens out there. I've never met an African-American Karen. I have only met a Lynette. I mean Karen. How about the type of Karens that... So, I don't want people thinking hey. that I don't like Caucasians. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. How about the type of Karens that uh, that uh, trip out if you move 
their book on the bookshelf at their Airbnb. <laughs> oh yeah, see that's the type. Yep, yep. that's the type of Karen. Okay, we have a fucking story, yo. Okay, so story we time. during this whole COVID thing, we wanted to make the most of the COVIDcation, and so I did a lot of fucking photo shoots during the summertime. Well, we did this one paid shoot. Josh was there. Kev was there. And a photographer was traveling from Ventura to Bakersfield. He booked an Airbnb here in Bakersfield to shoot me. And the Airbnb was like a guest, like in the Oleander area, like really nice, cute, old home, older home. And they had a guest house that was all like remodeled. And it was kind of like a study area, like a library themed room, whatever. It had a lot of bookshelves. Yeah, bookshelves yeah. Like on covering two it was a nice walls. guest house and so yeah, nice. immediately we knew this person was a karen the the lady started tripping texted the photographer saying you know you were only supposed to be one and you and one other person and he said i'm so sorry i could pay you more money blah 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 and she was okay with it and then um towards the end of the night the photo shoot is wrapping up we were cleaning everything because we are like we're not disrespectful with people's spaces restaurants hotels airbnbs whatever so we were cleaning the place like like thoroughly um and then we left and then the next day the photographer said that man that lady was being such a karen i'm i'm so thankful that you guys um stayed later to help me like clean up the place and like get the place you know back to how it was before he got in the room he said he left a review for her like a super nice review on airbnb and she left him a shit review and her main biggest complaint was that one of the uh, one or two of the books was moved slightly on the book shelf bookcase i think she literally like used the term inch or inches yeah and I'm like, that is a fucking Karen. Like, how can no. you, like, don't be that problematic. Don't be that bitch. Don't be that human. Don't be that shit soul. Like, really? A fucking book? Like, we cleaned your whole fucking place, dude. And you're going to trip off a fucking book that was moved? Like, yeah, there's the there's obviously more shit going on in that human's life when they're tripping off a book that was, like... So I'm just, like, feel bad for those people, to be honest. But, yeah... Yeah, I they, mean, they have to find something. In to 2021, about. we have to find compassion for the Karens in our lives and the Karens in society because there's obviously some serious, deep shit going on with these people. Some deep rooted that issues. they feel the need to like blah, like gaslight on you for no reason and lash out. Yeah, there, there's something going on there, and let's let's have more compassion for the Karens, even though they're annoying as fuck. Let's just, I don't know. I don't even know. Let's say kill them with kindness. Kill them with Karenness. Just Karen back at them. I don't know. I don't know what you do. They wouldn't understand. No, they wouldn't understand. Shout out to all the Karens out there. They're like, I'm going to talk to your manager. And then you just hit them back with, I want to speak to your manager. And then I don't know what would happen after <laughs> I am that. the manager. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't really know what would happen. I love my mom, but she hella used to be a Karen with um, customer service people and uh, restaurant workers. And I'd be yeah, like, oh my god, Doris. 
Never seen it in action. You've never seen it? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I seen it. Cause, cause, uh, oh, uh, it wasn't with you. It was with my ex. Um, my ex, Alex. We were at a Mexican restaurant, and my mom was just being really picky. And even my aunt, Mary, was like, Doreen, stop. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mom, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. I'm the type of person that if they, like, fuck up my order and shit, like, back in the day, I never wanted to even say anything because I didn't ever want to be, like, problematic. I was the same way. I didn't want to be problematic. Dude, I just was like, I I'm have... thankful that you gave me my food, even if it has cheese in it. I'll shit myself later. Like, it's cool. Whatever. I'll eat it. It's all good. No, but there was now a, there was a time where there was a fucking rock in my food and, and you're I like wow was... this is rock <laughs> yeah <laughs> this rock <laughs> you write it on didn't the didn't even tip. complain about it this rock it was a family a big ass family dinner and i didn't want to be like the only one complaining about their food so i yeah. just kept my mouth no shut. these days didn't we're fuck just up my teeth so i'm like whatever fuck it but Shit there's happens. there's like ways to be really polite when people fuck up like your food orders now yeah, and we've learned to, that because i'm not gonna just like fuck myself like over and like eat or throw out my food if i'm hungry if it has dairy in it because i just can't yeah in most cases, i can't so afford sometimes it you anymore. can pick it off or pick around it or eat around it but yeah anyways uh so it does get frustrating though and I, and I have felt like lately, maybe that's a sign. We no, definitely to... with the, with like drive-thrus. Yeah. Even like the healthier, the ones that you, you might consider healthier, even they tend to make a lot of mistakes when it comes to getting the orders correct. Food especially, allergy like, stuff. Especially with Mainly not putting food cheese allergy. on stuff. Yeah. And that should be taken very seriously. It really should. So, so kind of changing the subject. Um, Change it. Um, um, if it's cool to ask, why did you choose to move out of your old office? I chose to move out of my old office because the energy in the space was not, <laughs> yeah, was not fucking resonating with my yeah, soul honestly, anymore. I, feel like I felt way more lively here at home. I doing feel the way better here. Like I feel like I can speak more. I can speak loud. Um, I could speak. Just, you know, in a better in a better mindset, headset. Maybe because I know I'm fucking saving money as mm -hmm. well. That would also make somebody, make somebody feel better. But it sucks when you're like, you're, you know, you're footing the bill for something. And then it's like not even like it wasn't worth, worth it, it energetically. -wise. So you guys, I know that I had told you guys maybe in the first episode or I don't even know if it like got on the podcast but i was renting an office space well anyways the office space was not working out i do energy work i do spiritual readings um tarot card readings birth charts um and just the energy at the old place it was just very stagnant energy it just felt like blah like have you seen that movie small is it smallville or what yeah is it? where everything is gray black and white Pleasantville. Uh, Pleasantville. Oh, Was that okay. with Brendan Fraser? I think so, yeah. Well, anyways, that's what that vibe just felt like. Like a black and white, bleh, mucky vibe. Um, and I'm just glad to be out of there and work and actually working from home. Because it's like you sometimes think the grass is going to be greener on the other side. Like I thought, oh, you know, I was getting tired of working from home. And I'm like, I need a space. 
I need an office space away from home, but it turns out working from home is like a lot better than, you know, the place I was at before. And I might find a new office, a new office space, but I'm gonna be really, really, really picky this time and make sure like the vibe is correct because those other people, they were just kind of choosing to, I don't know how to say this because I'm probably gonna offend people, but they just took COVID very, 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 very fucking seriously to the point where it's like, it, it just felt like kind of uncomfortable to be there because I don't, I mean, I'm cautious and everything, but I like still leave my house. I still like, I need to be able to spread my wings and be able to physically um, you know, be in contact with people, and that's just not, that was not their reality, and so we were just kind of living in two different timelines, and okay. it felt very restrictive there. It really did. Yeah, but just the whole vibe. Huh? The whole vibe, and then I, I did a reading for myself, and like, I just kept pulling the same card, same card, don't, and one of the interpretations of one of the cards I kept pulling was don't hang out where death hangs out. Don't hang out where stagnant energy hangs out. Don't hang out where basically don't hang out where like there's a lot of darkness. And that's basically how I felt about where that office space was. Awesome area, awesome location. It's bad just energy. Bad energy. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Sure <laughs> so, yeah. wears on you shit wears on you whether you realize it or not it did it's not like it w wore on me it's like i just didn't even want to be there like it's not and that's when i was like whoa what the fuck um yeah i'm renting an office space but i'd rather still work at home this Yo, is a waste of um, my time in life um do you guys have any bad blood with them or no 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 Honestly, no, because with me, it's just kind of like you don't resonate. And a lot of people take this personal with me. They're like, oh, it's kind she, of mutual. She blocked me or oh, she ghosted me. She hates me. I don't hate anybody. But if you don't resonate with me and I don't feel like, you know, it's just a good transfer of energy there and just kind of move on and don't take it personal because people are going to feel like that about me if i no longer resonate with someone they're going to like you know stop following me or stop like engaging with me and my content i don't care it's like you've moved on yeah. and that's good yeah like that's how i am now. that's how life is we all come into we all come into each other's lives when we are supposed to and we exit when we are supposed to yeah, and there's no cross paths for a Sometimes reason. Sometimes you come to the same path for a little bit, and then you... No, because I, I definitely learned a lesson there. I definitely learned lessons being at that office space for that short, what, month and a half? Two months? It was two months, and then we still had to pay for the third month, even oh, though yeah. we uh, weren't going to be there. And I, I somewhat understand that we had to pay for the third month, even though I was like, yo, I want to dip out, even though we're going to pay for this whole month. Um... Yeah. Yeah, like, that even was... though we paid for the whole month, we still didn't want to be there. After I left, I was like, yes, I really see why those energies are in the spot they are in in their life. And I'm, you know, I'm not in that spot. So, you know, yeah, it's not a good place for me to be. Don't take it the wrong way. It's not that we don't have compassion for people. 
because we do, but it's just that you can't sacrifice your own happiness and your own energy. Oh no, and when like my when my spirit tells me it's time to go and it's time to break away and from uh, old chapters, I'm like, yeah, I'm dipping. Yep. Because anytime I've like tried to self-sacrifice and stay, it blows up in my face. Yep, just wish him well and be out. That's it. Be out. Peace out, Boy Scout. Peace out. Yep. Josh. So Josh. So what was honestly, I don't know if we even asked this, and this got asked last night. I didn't get to answer, but um, what was your biggest lesson learned in 2020? Um. Well, well, uh, um, uh, uh, that's kind of a good question. I don't it know, it is a good question. And you can answer it very generally. And that's why I asked you. So, okay, so now kind of thinking about it, you and I had this conversation where, like, basically based on my luck, uh, um, basically I just need to give more to the world. You do. You yeah. do need to give more of yourself to the world and, um, and learn to embody self. Put myself out there more and stuff. Yeah, you know, you, you gotta just be ba be balanced with selfishness and selflessness. Yeah, because being selfish is not bad. We all need to be selfish. That's to a degree. healthy to a degree, but it's good to stay in the middle. Even Always though it's moderation. hard to do that, that's like you have to work at that shit every single day. Always happy medium. Yeah, but always give yeah. back to the earth. Yeah. Uh, in any way possible. Never take anything for granted. Even just saying thank you for simple things, that goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, help where you can for free, you know? doesn't always have to be an exchange of currency of money. Yeah. Help this, energetically yeah, or physically. The positive energy that you give to And then do it do it with the mindset you. of like I'm doing this because I want to help out a fellow human because they're a reflection of me because we're all one and we're all created in God's image. We're all one. So it's just like do it because you want to, not because you're doing it because you think, Oh, if I do this, you know, I'm gonna be blessed. Just do it because you want to. Um, Dude, yeah, so this year I want to like s step it up and, uh, and, uh, I want to give more and then, then I'm starting to get encouraged to, to be an entrepreneur this year. And that's you good. Know? Those are big, those are big things to go after. Big yeah, goals. I'd say 2020's biggest lesson for me was not depending on anyone else for anything. That's a very general statement, but... For any reason. Yeah, for any reason. It's a, Whatsoever. That's a very general statement, um, but as far as something specific like in the workforce, uh, so many things are possible and so many things that we never thought could happen in our lives did happen in 2020, and I think more is yet to come. Well, we know more is yet to come. Yes, we do. So... Nothing is ever as it seems. Mm -mm. Cool. Yeah, once you wake up, you can see a lot of a lot of the illusions out there and delusions and always question everything. Yeah. Cuz like I remember knowledge. I saw intelligent people question. Yeah. Fools like, just follow. I remember seeing mm -hmm. this poster 
I think it was when I went to Heritage. I'm not sure if I, I may have mentioned this, but it just really struck me. And then like later on, I realized why Einstein, Albert Einstein really resonates with me personally, because we have the same birth cards, which is kind of like similar life purposes and paths. Um, but the poster said, even Einstein asks questions. And that's so true. It's like even like one of the smartest people ever to have ever lived. He still even questioned things. Like always question. Always, always, always question the narrative. But there's always those people who say like, oh, why do you ask all these questions? Right? Yeah, but say like, well, fuck it. I'm I still going to fucking ask questions. Those yeah. are the haters. Those are the people who want to keep And be like, dude, you just asked me a question care. asking me why I always ask questions. Look at you asking questions. Look at hey. us both asking questions. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, but for my biggest 2020 takeaway or biggest lessons learned is kind of just learning to flow through the chaos and not become so emotionally attached to every fucking fucked up thing that happens to you in your life. Like learning like to just kind of like you're on a fucking, um, rapid like the what are they called it's like a fucking river roaring rapids roaring rapid. yeah roaring rapid and you're just knowing that it's gonna eventually get calm so don't freak out don't try to jump out of the raft onto some bumpy rocks and kill yourself just flow through it and uh here's another takeaway i have to say uh from 2020 it's about my old job i, I just i just kind of feel like i wasn't that i wasn't appreciated enough mm-hmm because cause, cause I put in that hard work, I know for and I, sure. And I told you that it was time for you to go. Yeah, and oh, yeah, that's that, that was one of the best things. decisions I ever made. I knew it would be. Yeah. And that's another I thing. That in 2019, the year before. I told you that, that too. Oh, yeah. Appreciated. I mean, I don't so congrats. mean a relief, to huh? pat yeah. my own back, but I did tell both of these people to go. You did? I really yep. did. You weren't for but don't know how long uh, I uh, no, that's one of my other things is how I gave them advice. Okay, like I am intuitive and I have these feelings, but I need to learn when to let people write out their own life and write out their own karma and when to help and when to open my mouth and when to not because people need to learn their own lessons and I need to just, you know, kind of step back when I see people aren't taking my advice and it's like nothing against me or them. It's just I need to learn to reserve my energy. There's just only so much that you can do you to can, help someone. Yeah, you can do oh, what you yeah. say. You can't. You can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. Yeah, you can't yeah. Help you, the unwilling. Yeah, or you can just see like, hey, and if they are still not taking your advice and going down that road that you know is not going to really serve them. It actually will serve them going down that road because that's obviously lessons that they still need to learn again and again. There's it's kind of a- like it's kind of like repeating like a college course. You're allowed to retake it three times, so maybe this person just really, really needs to get a hold of that lesson, and you can't, you know, you can't well, change them, you can't stop them. You just got to be like, well, I wish you well, peace, like peace. Just be with know. You. Just know there's consequences to everything. Yeah, there's consequences. Positive, negative, good, bad, both. Yeah, and I feel like my consequence for, like, overextending, overextending my 
guidance was just like a burnout, just a mental, physical, like burnout and becoming irritated. And I need to learn detachment more. But I feel like that was a big lesson I learned. And I feel like I have somewhat learned detachment. Well, yeah, because it, it becomes draining to constantly give people advice over and over again and just constantly And it's like so you're blue in the face and you're like, oh my not gosh. Listen, and then they keep coming to you with the same problems over and over. It's like, my God. Oh my hey. fucking God. Hey. Dude. At, no, I like you. at one point, yeah, that's what I tell people when I get to that point. I literally tell them, like, I really want to fucking shake you right now. I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> relentless. Hey. But it's like man. I could see it because like that's how I was back in the day. But I have fucking stubborn as fuck. But I have one more thing to say about the year 2020, and and I know that this applies to you guys too. Uh, 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 the friends all of us made. The mm-hmm. how do you say it? like they come and go? Because 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 honestly because because we learned that because I thought yeah I know I because I, I said it was gonna. Like, it was going to, like, apply to you guys, but, like, but I thought I made some good friends that, like, 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 that they're going to be some longtime friends, but no, these people just came and went. But, like, and that's learning the art of detachment, learning that that part of the story together is done. And it's, like, like, you got to learn to walk away with, like, zero hard feelings and Mm -hmm. just remember, like, the good Remember the good memories, because there's like good. Because I did have some good times with those friends, but yeah, that's all you can do is just appreciate the good times, appreciate the lessons learned. And and however, though, if they fucked you over in a fucking major way and disrespected the hell out of you again and again and again, if they circle back into your life, have healthy boundaries. Know where you stand. Don't hold grudges, but just know like what type of energy you're dealing with. That's not to say people can't change, but that's what boundaries are for. Yeah. To not yeah. allow yourself to get back to that same spot you were yeah, with them. You can't make yourself as vulnerable as you once were because yeah. history is bound to repeat itself. That I'm learning in 2021. Trusting others. My God, my fucking trust issues. So fucking hard. Yeah, it's, it's, fucking, really it's fucking hard as fuck to trust people. It really is. Why we don't have many friends? Yeah, just... I wanted to write up and make like, like friend hey. contracts. Hey, yeah, run their run, one of the songs... run their friend credit. One of uh, one of uh, these uh, this uh specific song I heard, he says, he says if uh if uh if uh you draw the line, I hope you know I'm crossing it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's no boundaries. But I'm like... This yeah. Like, yeah, that's a zero boundaries. That's zero boundaries. I'm also the type of person that, like, I would... This is probably, like, not healthy, but, like, once I cut people off, like, I just don't go back to them. Because I'm like, why go back and reread old chapters when they weren't, like, that fabulous to begin with? Yeah, if it failed once or failed quickly or abruptly... It's going to fail again, right? Reason, then that's like the, that's like the Scorpio motto, like, cut off game strong. Like, once we're done, we're, like, done. Done. You just kind of know. Yeah, you're just like, I don't want to fucking go back to that. Why? That's like, I've leveled up from that, and maybe they leveled up too, and I'm like, that's good. We leveled up from it. We don't belong in the same timeline. No, but that was definitely, that was the year in a nutshell, right? The 
Like the friends come and go? Yeah. Friends yeah. come and go. 2020 in a nutshell. Yeah. Even, even like family. Family too. It's like the that same was thing. like that was like a just a that's what happens though when you embody your most authentic self. All that's fake and all that was built on your the premises of your unhealthy the, ego is yeah, gonna the fl- fluff off you. It's gonna fucking fall like dead fucking skin. It's gonna just sh- you're gonna shed it. You're mm-hmm. gonna shed it because that's not you. That's for your own. That's good. not you anymore. Because that would otherwise be surrounding yourself with non-like-minded people, and yeah. that's just going to depress you and keep you from growing like why, and that's moving like, forward with your life. Yeah, it's like why am I going to try to force a friendship with somebody who I know, like in fact, does not support sex workers, and for a fact thinks being a bruja, being a witch, um, yeah. and a spiritualist is bullshit. You guys have it's to like support each other. We had to, you know, bye. Cut ties. Yeah, it's just kind of like you just know, and yeah. And that was kind of like me hiding in the shadows back in 20, whatever, all the 2010, 2011, 12, 13, 14, whatever. Just being around a lot of people who I know wouldn't have actually supported the real me. And I don't even have any bad blood with them. I just went separate ways. See, for this year... I don't plan on hiding in the shadows. Don't hide in the shadows. Don't Never. dwell in the shadows. Come out into the light. So, uh, what's what's uh, what's the move this weekend, bro? The move? Yeah. The move in the groove? I can say it because... I can say it because this podcast won't be dropping um, anytime in this the weekend soon. Today is uh, January 8th, right? Yeah. So... Or 7th. Yeah, January 7th. Oh, yeah, and okay, well, hold on, I'll talk about that after. Um, so, yeah, Josh and I are going to Los Angeles on Saturday, Saturn's Day, and Kevin is going to stay here because okay. he will be manning the breeding business, Chow Bella Bears. Um, hit us up at, at Chow Bella Bears on Instagram. That's our business page. We are Chow Chow Breeders. Um, so that's what Kevin will be doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to try to cram in two photo shoots. If I'm crazy, I'm going to try to cram in three because... Three on that same day? Yeah, because Damn. I wanted to hit, what is it, two birds with one stone, three birds with one stone. That's a horrible, that's like a horrible saying, actually. Sounds horrible Why to me. do you want to kill a bird? Anyways, whatever. So, um, what was new with me this week? that I didn't get to talk about and I should have. My second magazine publication with the Epitome Magazine. Go pick it up. It's the January 2021 publication. Um, It is my first full nude published set and I shot with Steven Santi... I want to get the same right. Steven Santiago. I almost said it like weird. Steven Santiago. He is a Playboy published photographer. And so yeah, that That's was a pretty good. That was so pretty people, cool. That so was people, cool. people can purchase this in far, far away land. <laughs> yeah, they want to go get see. That if they want to see me, uh, nude ogre. They can far, far away they land. They can go get it. Red eagle. Yeah, it is spread. <laughs> Ooh, I can say whatever the fuck I want on here. Yes, you can see my pussy hole. 
Actually, not the hole. Not the hole. Everyone said, not the hole. Josh is over there shaking. He said, not the hole, not the hole. You had to say that in front of your cousin. Anyways, you guys can see. Close your fucking ears. Anyways, yeah. Put little fucking little wax in your little ogre ears. Your little antennas. Whatever those are called. Anyways, yeah, you can see my titties and my pussies spread eagle in the magazine, the magazine Make sure to travel to far, far away land to purchase it. But my nah, biggest goal, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to start putting it out there. And if it never happens, I don't fucking care. Because this is pr- like probably a lot of people's it's goal. it's meant to be, it will definitely happen. Yeah. No matter what. I want to, I am, one day, will be published by Playboy or Playboy Plus. One day. That is the biggest fucking, one of my biggest modeling goals. But not, like, one of my biggest goals in life. But that is definitely a goal. But, yeah. That was... that was cool. That was a cool way to start off the new year with the publication. I'm actually glad... That's dope. ...that they saved it for January instead of doing it for 2020. Yeah. 2020. And then we're glad that our... It was not a complete wash, but it was crazy. ...withheld her puppies until 2021. Oh! Okay, so do you want me to tell the story of? In yeah, do you want me to tell the story of how our um, first litter, our first uh, female, decided to go into labor? You lead. You lead. I'll the story. tell the story. You okay. The story. So we were stressed out all fuck. Not As we. Since Saturday night. I yeah, I would say I was the well, most stressed. Technically, it was Sunday morning after. Probably like the morning, most stressed. Yeah. I don't know why I just become like a worry wart when it has anything to do with like my health, the kids health or my animals health. Like the, I really need to work on that. But She's a hypochondriac. Yeah. With anyone she cares about. Anyways, so Willow's water broke and she was like pushing, straining, nothing was coming out. And so then I started worrying and I told Kevin we need to take her to the vet hospital and obviously like at that time there's nothing else open but the 24-hour emergency vet hospital so we load her up in the car we're on the way to the vet hospital which is like 23 minutes away from our home at that time um it's fucking across town where is it on meany avenue or meany Something like that. Yeah. We're on the northeast side. And it's what's all the way on fucking by, I think, district area. Yeah. Anyways. So we get to Beach Park area and Willow's literally popping out fucking beautiful little puppies in our back seat. (laughs) Which would have been really cool had that not, had we not been like driving in the car on her way to get her like C-section. Yeah. So then I pull over. We're, like, panicking. Yeah, because we don't know what the fuck to do because, like, she's in pain. She's a chow-chow. She loves us, but obviously any, like, mother, like, giving birth or in labor is in fucking pain. They don't want to be fucked with. And so Kevin goes into the backseat. We're, like, at the the halfway point or maybe even closer to home at that point. So I'm like, what the fuck do we do? Do we go, do we continue going to the vets or do we just go back home? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was freaking out. I was freaking out. And I, I was did. like, I don't know. I'm just going to sit in the back. You need to drive because this is, this is just crazy. And, and then I was like, just go home. Just go home. Just go home. So we're going. So I get in the car in the driver's seat and I'm driving, trying to drive as like safe and like calm as possible. We get home 
and um, she's she's out. still giving birth. Well, she's giving birth to the second one now. Yeah. And yeah, she's not wanting to get out of the yeah, car. And I don't an blame issue. her because if I was giving birth, I'd be like, "Fuck you guys! I'm not getting out of the fucking car. Fuck off." But like, we needed her to get out of the car because it's winter here. It's cold. It cold. The puppies are the puppies covered and, yeah. in birthing fluids and placenta. And so we got my dad, and my dad's super old and elderly, and our dog isn't too fond of my dad. Well, she was just way more protective. Just and because, just because she's like chow chows do birth. that. They're a breed that kind of just gravitates to like, like just a little a, select, a select few, few of people, which Sometimes would have only one person. Yeah, and like, I feel like me and Kevin are her favorites. Yeah. Um. How about so, me? Am I up there? No, you're no. not around enough, dude. Like, yeah. chow are very selective. Like, it's not... That's why on our breeding page, I literally say, like, research the breed. Because I don't care. Like, if you're the best breeder in the world, they are who they are. Yep. Chow-chows are much they're like scor- Scorpios. Or just anyone. They're not yeah, just... Yeah, they're pretty much like... They're great dogs. They are. They're very loyal. They're not for everyone. Sometimes loyal to a fault. Anyways, and they're like a... They're like a strike first, ask questions later, like when people are like walking around their their home. In their territory, in yeah, their field. Not in threatened. their home, but like, you know, outside of the gate. But anyways, um, so Kevin was trying to get her out of the car. She was growling, not having it. Finally got her into the house, thank God. And then she had the rest of them. And we have three beautiful little chow chow puppies. We have a black female and a black male, and a cinnamon male, uh, who looks like his daddy, Wookiee Jr. Oh, no, uh, he, he has a black mask face. Yeah. He's what day, it's a, black. What day were they all born? On him. Yeah. What day was Sunday? So, 6.23, 6.40, and 8.16. I know, yeah, but... Those are the times they were born. What was... But we're not going to say was, which one. What was uh, the actual date? January 3rd. January 3rd. 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 Okay. 2021 Sunday, yeah, the fourth was Monday, but Tuesday, that was Sunday. like whoa and that's was our that that makes for a it, really great fucking first time story that was like intense and it high was stress intense. it was high stress yes we just yeah. and she's just barely today has like really mellowed out and she's not you know like so like oh my god like I don't want anybody around my puppies yeah. She's, oh, she's, she's chill she's now. She's gotten a lot better, yeah. But at first, she was very territorial. She wouldn't even let your dad go around that area at all. She would just yeah. growl at him. And now she's a lot better. And even when she would, like, get up and walk around the house, um, and then she'd walk by him, she'd, like, sniff him and then, like, growl. She Chow Chows are my favorite, though. They are my favorite breed of dog. Yeah, you got me. And I would say, and this is why, like, I love pit bulls, too, a lot. I love pits. But I feel like chow chows are pretty much exactly like pit bulls, but, like, cuter because they're fluffier. They're, like, the pit bull's cuter cousin. They're not in the same family, though. But you know what I mean. They're teddy bears, some of them. They're they're so fucking cute. And they just, ah, I just love how they walk. <laughs> with their straight legs. Yeah. I can't even explain. It's like they're it. walking with stilts. Yes, they their legs don't bend. They're not very bendy. They're not bendy dogs. 
but they're so fucking cute. And there's open-faced chow chows, which that is Willow. And then there's like closed face, with the, which are like the chow chows that look more like bears, like the very smashed face look, shorter snouts. They usually have um, breathing issues, health complicated. Yeah, depending on we don't how do that. I don't honestly, I don't really agree with that no. type of chow chow breeding. You shouldn't manipulate the breed so much. Much to, to where it changes. Yeah, it changes their breathing and much. their eyesight. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, their, I remember the first time we took sockets to be closed. Willow to the so vet. They were like, "Oh, good, she's an open faced chow chow. She's her a her show. eyes are gonna she's be okay. Beautiful shiny black coat. She's. I do medium, like the shorter snouts. Hair, I would say, but I like Definitely when they when the eyes are open. You know. She looks like a kind of like a wolf fox mix. Who? Willow. Willow. Oh. Yeah. She went through an awkward phase, like most do. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's our beautiful willow. My wheel! That's how willow I say it. I say my wheel! My wheel! Wheel of fortune. Josh, you look like you're getting tired over there. It's probably time to wrap it up soon. Really? For wrap me, yeah. Really, really, really. Okay. Well, Josh, oh yeah. We went for 50. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Josh, is there anything you want to sign off with? Um, closing thoughts. Because well, I'm gonna hop back on this bitch and do a podcast just dedicated to me only. Right now? Yeah. Oh. Because I well, haven't really gotten to really well, like say like you who just I asked really me. fucking am. You just asked me if I had anything. Yeah. To say. Do you? Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm pretty excited for the weekend because Saturday I'll be going with you to LA and then on s- Sunday I got something to say. I'll be seeing my brother-in-law <laughs> for the first it. for the first time in a year, actually. Like Jeff. Yeah. I'm like, was I allowed to say long? the name? Really? Yeah. Dude, why has it been so long? Well, is because this they take this COVID like really serious. But but anyways, we're gonna watch the game in the garage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend. Uh, his team's not in the playoffs, but, uh, he, but he's a 49ers fan. His team got, 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 uh, got derailed by injuries. I think, um... My team, though, playing the Tennessee Titans. I think Oscar wanted you guys to go to the snow next weekend with him and the baby. How about you? Somebody, Somebody has to stay to home the with the puppies. So you're gonna go? Yeah. Okay. Why would I... <laughs> I'm all about uh, co-parenting, but I feel like it should be a guy's snow trip with the baby. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. When we cross that bridge. Cross it when we get there. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's that's all I got to say tonight. I gotta wrap it up. Say good night to everybody, Joshua. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh my God, Josh. No. Uh, but I had a great podcast with you guys tonight, though. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks this was a lot us. better no problem. than the old spot. Yeah. I have to piss because I have a UTI because I didn't go pee and shower right after sex. So I have to go pee because... You always my, gotta piss after sex, bro. My, my innards are hurting, dude. It feels like Even I know. Kevin punched my cervix a million times. Like I kind of feel like I have to throw up right now, but I don't. 
so I'll see you back part two the pilot good night everybody well good, good night. night for now bye god bless America